Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. There she is. Well, Davis. Yes, let's just do the whole introduction on mute. That's special. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure everybody (laughs) enjoyed their telepathic connection (laughs) with me. We're all practicing. so (laughs) So kudos to everybody who could hear everything I was saying to you telepathically. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Show channel panel. This is our Sunday call with Sananda, where he helps us and coaches us in our training for Ascension. Today is July 6, 2014, and this is Meg Davis, your co-host, calling in from Atlanta, Georgia. And our beloved Catherine is calling in from High Falls, New York. And we're looking forward to today's trip to an etheric retreat. Catherine, I bet you have the news about where we're going today. Yes, we are going to Archangel Michael's etheric retreat over Lake Louise, Banff. It's Mm. Banff National Park. And I think you've been there. I have. This was a... My father was a college professor and had the summers off and he would take one of the children on a beautiful trip every summer just him and one of the kids Mm. so i was the lucky one then we flew into kalispell montana and took two Mm -hmm. weeks to drive up to northern canada and then turn around and drive back down in alberta and british columbia and one of our stops was the beautiful lake louise and the gorgeous hotel that's Mm. up there And it was stunning, and I read where Lake Louise is the most photographed lake in the world, and if anybody has seen it, you can understand it is stunning, just stunning. And you almost can't get there until certain times of the year. I think the road called Going to the Sun Road in Montana just opened from snowfall in late June. 
So it's sort of a hmm. special time to be able to maneuver up there um, sometimes in the snow, but it was beautiful. So I can see that would be a beautiful blue retreat for Michael. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, of course, his etheric retreat is over the lake and the mountains there. And what we've learned about etheric retreats is that they, um, they're they positioned in certain places around the world for particular reasons because of the energy vortexes, vortices in the earth um, at those points, but also because they um, add the energy of the retreat and make a connection to the earth at that point. So it creates a really powerful energy vortex, the connection between the etheric retreat and the earth herself. Mm-hmm. So they're all fabulous, the ones we've been to. And uh, each one has been special in its own way, but I'm sure this one's going to be especially nice. One of the things that um, I've I've talked to them briefly about uh, what we're going to experience, and Sananda said, look up the um, description on the Internet of the retreat that you want to go to. And I went immediately to this one. And he said, yes, this is a very good description. Um, there's one one sentence that, or a couple of sentences that were so graphic and and appropriate that I could see why this is the one that we were led to for today. Um, I'll, I will leave the description of the retreat itself to Michael so he can describe it to us. Um, but this is what goes on there. Uh, it's a it's a place for thousands of angels to meet, to perform their service to humankind, and to, I guess, make their plans together. Uh, it also describes the blue flame of God's will pulses on the altar beneath a dome ceiling formed of diamonds. Archangel Michael encourages us to come to his retreat to learn how to reclaim the consciousness of the Father that was disrupted. And now I'm going to add a little bit here. It says through the fall of Lucifer, which we know is not the right description. Lucifer volunteered to lead the project, which was the descent into lower dimensions and the um, participation of humankind with the challenge to overcome darkness. So the dark ones who had come to planet Earth were needing to be dealt with, and Lucifer took up the challenge of being the one who would lead the... um, what shall we call it, the uprising, literally, of humankind to help us gain wisdom and strength in order to overcome the darkness. Now, from what we know, he worked as a double agent, and so the the dark ones thought that he was on their side, which is why 
um, there has been so much propaganda about Satan and about Lucifer and about uh, the devil and so on. We know that there never was a devil, but that it is a thought form. It's a, a propaganda tool that was used by the dark forces to basically frighten people into feeling helpless and overwhelmed so that they would not unseat the dark ones, the reptilian energies that were here on the earth. And so that has been our project, our um, challenge for now thousands of years. And Michael's retreat in particular is to help us to change our beings, and I'll quote this, with the flame of God's will, power, protection, and faith, so that we can overcome the human tendency toward criticism, condemnation, and judgment. And of course, those are the dark energies that were promoted and um, established here on planet Earth for humankind to struggle with and overcome. And that is what we're doing right now, right this day. We're going to take on those dark energies, those dark thought forms, and cleanse and clear away all the residue of those thousands of years of learning to be fearful, judgmental, um, critical, and harsh. Those are the things that come from being fearful. So when you go to your heart, when you really create a place inside your own being of peace and love, which comes from accepting God's love that pours down on us, then we can convert all those old feelings, all those old tendencies to become truly loving, truly at peace, truly in line with God. So this has been our Ascension Project all along. We're refining it and defining it more clearly each week with the help of the masters who come to help us and teach us. So each week we get another window on how to overcome this and what it is we're trying to overcome. Most of us have become so used to being in that atmosphere of judgmental criticism and condemnation of ourselves and of others that it's like breathing. We don't even notice when we're doing it. And we don't even notice that it is the opposite of ascension. So this is what we're here to clear away and to get the complete picture of what it is we're up against. This is what Sananda keeps reaffirming for us in the past weeks. Sananda and Lady Portia and St. Germain have all talked about these things, how we must see what the dark includes, what it implies, what it attracts. Otherwise, how are we going to know what we're going to change? 
So we have to be willing to face these things in ourselves, in our culture, in our way of life, so that we can create this new world. It's going to be our job to create. So, that's my little introduction. Um, And I think we should, for newcomers, I think we should tell them about our websites. Meg, I turn that over to you. Yes. So for our new listeners, a couple of things. Catherine has a wonderful website called whoneedslight.org, whoneedslight.org. And on her website is uh, a lot of information about um, any upcoming tours that she's on, places that she's going to do weekend retreats or visits, and places for you to be able to contact her if you'd like to set up something. We also have Sananda's New Scriptures, 24 Beautiful Messages, where he corrects many things um, in the past about him and his past. And also, um, I think it's over 200 messages with Mm -hmm. When God Pinched My Toe with Mother, Father, God, and other guests, um, which give um, quite extensive history about why we're here and who we are. And also we have a wonderful Facebook page which is chaperoned with Gabriella and many of her wonderful crew who are light workers helping her to facilitate our ascension on our Facebook page. And that address is Healing for Ascension Tour. And then if you'd like to seek out anybody in your area or talk to people one-on-one, about what you're hearing, about your path, about um, any uh, questions you have about this information. We also have a Facebook page where you can get to know each other intimately and share and talk, and that is Healing for Ascension Tour Group. And you just go on there and ask to be um, added, and it is automatic that you're added. Gabriella likes to make sure everyone knows that there is no test to pass. You are in when you count yourself in. And we love (laughs) new members. I think we are almost at 10,000 members, and you wouldn't even know it. It is such an intimate group that it's just like you're talking to your best friend with that many people. It's a lovely group, and I've been part of it um, for over six months, and it's enriched my life greatly. Um, Yes. Hmm. It's a wonderful place to share and get information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love reading, and I, of course, don't have time to read it all, but um, I get the notices so I know who's talking to whom and what the topics are about, and it's it's just a wonderful exchange. Um, lively and informative, and and like you said, it's intimate because there is a requirement on the page that whatever people post, it has to be something that they have experienced themselves and they feel it was important to them and they share why it's important to them. It's not just a place where everybody posts their favorite pictures and stuff um, or other people's articles. It's, It's about yourselves meeting each other and getting to know each other. So it's a wonderful place to find people in your own area. That's really why we started it, because every every week people were saying, 
I'm the only one I know who's talking about this or who's thinking about this, and I wish I had somebody I could talk to in my area. So it really helps. I forgot to mention at the beginning, too, that I believe I promised that we would have a couple of minutes for Mm -hmm. people to ask a question or um, talk about a healing. Today is our um, Sunday Healing for Ascension show, and we always um, include a special healing segment for people who are struggling with something that they're trying to overcome, a disease problem, um, some sort of physical or psychological or emotional problem that they're really trying to overcome. And so we send a special healing for those people who want to be included. And they can go with us to the retreat and and be you know, get a special treatment from Archangel Michael and Sananda. So we have a couple of people today. Um so I think there's oh, I also want to apologize to people. There was a mix up in our um on the show last Wednesday, where we usually take questions, there was a problem with the account, and it had shifted over so that there were only five slots that people could get in. That's why we didn't have any questions. I couldn't oh. understand what had happened. So yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we blocked out the people by mistake. It was a, a technicality from Blog Talk Radio. Um we were on the wrong kind of account, so it didn't allow for our question panel. So that's been fixed. Um, today we can take one or two questions at the beginning, and then Wednesday night is the time when we will have a, a longer session so that people can ask questions. So um, there's one person that I see is asking for a question because we don't usually have questions on the Sunday time. So what we've decided is that we'll have a couple of questions before and then none at the end. But on Wednesday nights we have questions at the end. Okay. So if anybody is, yeah, so if anybody is is listening and hasn't raised their hand because they're normally used to us not answering questions, if you want to ask a quick one, go ahead and hit one on your keypad and it'll pop up on our screen. Um, and we'll get a few answered. Right now we have, I'll open up the line on area code 253, ending in 1072. Welcome. Let's have your name and where you're calling from. My name is Eve Graham. Are you hearing me? Yes, Eve. Hi. Hi, oh. Eve. I'm, I'm sorry. You're getting a little feedback here. Oh, that's all right. I forgot to press one. <laughs> Uh, My name is Eve, and um, I don't really have a question. I have the request for uh, healing. Last Mm -hmm. Monday morning, I woke up up with, uh, and I couldn't see straight, literally, uh, bouncing off the walls and was taken to the hospital. And ultimately, they said that I had had a right cranial nerve for palsy. And he said basically Mm. what it was was a... Uh, a tiny little stroke that affected the nerve to the right eye. So basically my eyes are no longer in sync. So it's uh, I see double and blurred. 
and uh, I know this is to be healed. I know that there is something for me to learn from this, and seeing straight is one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm just asking uh, for healing and for enlightenment about how I can use this to better serve. That's wonderful, Eve. I was um, planning to include you today. I got your email message, and we uh, exchanged a brief email. I am familiar with Eve's problem, and I have have told her about I had a similar problem and was helped by the White Brotherhood to heal a brain, a stroke in my brain. Um, Mine, I think, was caused by a severe case of Lyme disease, um, but it's a very similar thing. So we're going to address that. There are also some shows where we um, where we talked about that issue, and if anybody has um, the link or the reference to which show it was that I described how to heal a, a stroke, I would appreciate it. I unfortunately don't have the notes to... Um, the sessions that we've done. Uh, it was before Kier started transcribing these, which that's a wonderful, wonderful advantage to have the transcripts because now we can go back and look at what was included in each session. But I did do a session on how to heal your brain. So <clears throat> I'll, um, I'll ask Sananda to include... Um, a piece where he can describe how to heal um, a, something like a stroke problem in your brain. So we'll include a piece of that today with that you in wonder- mind, Eve. That would be wonderful. And I would like to add that uh, you were so gracious to take time to email me with something to start with and that one of the things uh, was to call on Father God, and you gave me a special way to do that. And mm-hmm. each time I've done that, I instantly feel that energy right there on behind my eye, instantly, and that whole uh, hemi- right hemisphere of my brain starts to have like little tiny sparkles through it. Oh, wonderful. And so it's definitely working, and I have been much more able to um, to see at a distance, reading is still very difficult, but it's so much improved already. I have to say that uh, uh, I know that this is, is for a purpose, and whatever it is, uh, it will be healed now. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, certainly one of the purposes is for you to come here and ask how to do this and let everybody else in on how you're doing it. So yes. well, it was everybody else is, is going to be in on your healing and will learn Wonderful. from it. Yes, that's marvelous. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. And I hope you will... Um, all right, well, can you be on the call Wednesday night? Yes. So by Wednesday night, you're going to be feeling some really... Um, some big changes. So if you can come on Wednesday night, I'll 
you know, I'll keep your number so I'm sure I know who that is when your number comes up. All right. And I'll call on you, and we can we can talk with the group about how you're doing this healing. That would and be how wonderful. it's going, okay? Yes, And exactly what what you've experienced. Yes, I would wonderful. be happy to do that. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Okay. Thank so you. So you'll be on the line. And we've asked Sananda to make sure he gives you a um, another little helpful description about how to proceed. So that's great. All right. Um, we have one other request for today for a healing, which I think is um, is going to be uh, very helpful to others as well. This is a, this is Jennifer. Um, Jennifer has said she has suffered from schizoaffective disorder. Now that's the Latin gobbledygook description that the psychiatric establishment has come up with to describe people who have problems with intense feelings um, that feel unmanageable, hallucinations, delusions, as they call it, psychosis, and voices in her head. So what is this really? I think for Jennifer's peace of mind and everybody else who has suffered from this kind of thing, I'm going to ask, I mean, I... I know as a psychologist how I approach this, and that is that it is not a disorder. It's And it is not being crazy. This is someone whose channel to higher dimensions is, is open. And it's open in such a, um, uh, a more extreme way than we're used to. And so it feels as if you're hearing voices and you're picking up feelings and you're seeing things and hearing things that are not true. That is not what it is. It's really someone who is born without the veil. Now, that's a pretty extreme thing to say for a psychologist. Most people would say you need to have medication, you need to have it subdued, you need to... What they're really saying is you need a veil. You need the veil that hides from that hides us from the higher dimensions. If you are someone whose veil is, is this thin, it can be very challenging because you have to learn how to manage it. And you have to learn what it really is. And I hope Jennifer's on the line because I hope this is going to help her to be reassured, and others as well, that if you hear voices in your head, it is not that you're crazy. It's that you have too many channels open at once. And some of them are channels that that go to childhood memories. Some are channels where you're picking up on other people's feelings. Some are your own feelings. And some are messages from higher dimensions. 
And when you have that whole thing coming, pouring in all at once, it makes you feel as if you're crazy. But it, it's not because you're crazy. It's because you've got all these channels playing at once. And it's usually people who are light workers, who are um, especially sensitive of course, to information coming from outside themselves. But this is, ironically, is information coming from outside yourself, inside your head. So this is why the psychiatrists have tried to label people and cure them, quote, unquote, by giving them drugs. Now, it's true it does subdue it, it mostly just um, suppresses all kinds of things in your body. And granted, it is a tremendous challenge to learn how to manage this, but it can be done. So I invite Jennifer to come with us, and I will ask Sananda to help with this as well, to add suggestions about how to manage these things. And, you know, it's happening to a lot of people now because the thinner the veil, the more you start hearing things that are coming from higher dimensions and the more you have to be willing and able to accept and understand what it is you're hearing. It can be done. So contrary to what... Some people have been frightened into thinking that, you know, there are dark energies around and they can get into your head. Well, of course they can't. You have to give permission to whatever you accept. So this is part of learning, um, which I hope Sananda will help us with too, Jennifer, is to learn that you have a capacity that is greater than most people. And you need to learn how to manage it. You need to learn how to switch from one station to another and to to listen to what you really want to hear and to tune out the rest. So that's really basically what I do when I'm channeling. Um, I tune to a particular vibration, to a certain dimension and it has a special feel to it. So I was talking with Sananda about this this week. He said, generally, I tune to the 10th dimension. And because I had the feel of it, but I didn't know what to call it. He said, I, I tune in to the 10th dimension, and that's where um, most of the masters and archangels that I channel um, even if they're from a higher dimension, they come to the 10th dimension and that's where we meet. So that's what's comfortable for me, to meet them in the 10th and then they come there. And and so we have um, a round table in the 10th dimension and that's where we meet. And when they talk, that's we're there. Uh, my higher self is there with them and is channeling the information to me. So there's no um, puzzle to me about 
who these are, who these people are, and how I'm doing this. I, I've always felt it. Now I have a name for it. Um, so I know who it is I'm channeling and where I'm going to get there to make the connection. So there's no, there is no interference because I've had a lot of training in how to do this. I think when when we first start to channel, when we first start to hear things, you can't tell uh, where it's coming from or who it is exactly, but you learn by the energy that you feel. So this is for Jennifer. She can learn by the energy that she feels from these voices that are coming through to her, who they are, what the purpose is of them being there, and if there's any energy that feels dark, you block it. You simply don't permit it. And it cannot come through if you don't permit it. That's the law of the universe. You set your channels the way you want them, and then nobody else gets through. So I also recommend for Jennifer that she practice the pillar of light, which is what we always do. And when she does that, it will create a high vibration energy around her so that the only things that can get through are the pure messages of love. And right there, that's going to help her clear the channels so that she can be sure that what's coming in is going to be useful. So that's a little little channeling help for people because I know a lot of people are getting more tuned, are more able to hear what's coming in, are becoming more skillful. So as you're learning, as you start hearing or seeing, it's not a hallucination, it's a message. It can be a message from yourself, your own higher self. It can be a message from higher dimensions. So allow yourself to accept that we're all able to do this, we're all capable of it, and there's no danger in it. You simply have to know that you're going to create your pillar of light and you're going to listen and feel what that energy is so that you identify it. And once you've identified it, you can decide whether you want to let it in or turn off the station. So that's that's a beginning for Jennifer. Now let's see what, and for anybody who, this is not just for someone who has you know, what they've described as a diagnosis. This is for anybody who's in their head and is having trouble turning off the thoughts. You know, we we can do the same thing with our own brain. You can charge it up so that it's constantly entertaining ideas and thoughts. Well, you do the same thing with your own brain. You just say, no, I'm, I don't want to hear those thoughts. My favorite image is there's there's a building in Times Square that has a ticker tape that goes around it with the news on it. And I used to stand there and watch, and I thought, oh, that's exactly how we need to do it. You see the message coming through. You hear the message coming through your brain. 
and you look at it and you go, no, I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. So you put it on the ticker tape and it goes around the building and disappears. <laughs> you can do the same thing with your brain. If you're if you're driving yourself crazy with random thoughts, just put them on the ticker tape, send them around the building, and let them disappear into the ethos. So that's part of learning to be in command of your thinking and your feelings. All right, we have a very, very exciting trip to take, and I don't want to take any more time. We want to go right to the etheric retreat, but these are the kinds of things we're asking Sananda and Archangel Michael to help us with today. We've kind of uh, outlined three things. The ideas, the toxic, dark ideas that we have been swimming in for thousands of years. How to clean them, how to clear ourselves of them, how to get rid of them so that we no longer feel fear. There is no reason why anyone should feel fear or anxiety. As adults going through life, no reason. We're going to get rid of that. The feelings of fear and anxiety and the result, which is to become uh, critical, judgmental, harsh, condemning. All of that is part of the fear complex, is to feel like you have to be at war with somebody because you're afraid of them. So we've asked for help with that. The ideas behind all that that came with lowering our vibration into the third dimension where the dark entities were in power. And we've been struggling against that ever since. Now the reptilians are gone. Those of you who may be new, listen to our July 27th um, broadcast and the ones that just followed that, you'll hear about the reptilians leaving, going to the light, and the others, the ones they call the archons and so on, are gone. The entities that created the problem are gone. What's left are thought forms. And those we can defeat ourselves with our own will, our own creativity, and our own intelligence, we can identify and clear away all of those old thought forms. That's our work now. So, that plus Eve's um, stroke in her brain and Jennifer's... um, need to address her hallucinations and so on. So, that's a big package. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go ask, Sananda will take us to the etheric retreat of Archangel Michael, and we're going to ask for all of those healings. And they've come to us together in the same, at the same time in the same show, 
for a reason. We're going to see what that is. I think they're going to take what we've given them and find a way to help us to take another step up in our understanding and our grasp of what it is we're doing now and what we have to do and why. So that's what we ask of them for today. So I'm going to step aside and let our our other co-host for today, Sananda, to help us. He's going to be our guide and working with Archangel Michael. So we'll let them work it out between them how they want to arrange this meeting and let's see what they have in mind for us. All right, Catherine, thank you. That was really helpful information to set up where we're going today. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll let you get settled, get comfortable. Good. Take a couple of deep breaths. And we will welcome our beloved Sananda. Sananda, we are so glad you're here. Welcome. Greetings, dear Meg. Yes, this is quite a package we have for today. Thank you for the questions and the challenges from you. This makes our our visit very interesting. And we love it when you come to us with such a clear uh, package of questions and needs because it gives us a picture of what we can create for you that will be most helpful. And so we've been challenged with putting together a healing program today for all of you that will encompass the things that you're describing. Now, as Catherine said, it is no accident that these requests came together because these things that you've been talking about are very much related, are very much a part of the whole which is your ascension. And of course, your ascension, just in, in understanding it, implies that you will overcome the descension that you took part in. Now, you did not fall. Nobody fell. You have descended into a lower dimension by mutual agreement. It was decided among all of humankind to take part in this project, to come to this planet in the company of the Dark Ones and to work diligently for thousands of years to overcome that darkness. Now, of course, it did mean there were wars on the planet. It meant there were there was great pain. It was truly a struggle for everyone who came here. Truly a challenge. And here you are, 
at the end of that chapter, doing the cleanup. And the cleanup means that each and every one of you is now charged with the work of reaching deeply into your hearts, into your soul, into your mind to shine the light into every corner of your being to make sure that you carry no more of that dark energy. And it is important that you become very sophisticated, very knowledgeable, very discriminating about what it is you're trying to clear away. How will you clear it away if you don't know how to recognize it? It's not enough to feel good. That's very nice. We do want to feel good, of course. And raising your vibration is part of this procedure. But simply raising your vibration by imagining beautiful things does not free you from thousands of years of dark energy. It makes you feel good, but it doesn't take you to where you need to go in order to truly ascend. The ability to be in the state that you need to achieve for ascension requires wisdom and also the activities of learning, kindness, generosity, and above all, forgiveness. Now, true forgiveness is not um, a sort of mushy, sweet, uh, syrupy thing you do towards someone who's hurt you, where you sort of turn all soft and and sweet and... Um, Vulnerable. This is not what we mean by forgiveness. Forgiveness requires, true forgiveness, requires a higher level of understanding, a higher level of vision and perspective. When you raise yourself to meet and be the higher self that you are, you have a higher perspective that allows you to see here you are in this body on planet Earth going through this life and you encounter various people along the way. Some of them will punch you in the nose. Some of them will greet you with kindness and love. Some will be your good friends. Some will stab you in the back. Some will bring you great gifts. Some will try to trip you up. Now, what do you do? It's easy to know what to do about the ones who bring you gifts and love and and build you up. What do you do with the ones who try to tear you down? Raise your vision. Look from a position of being the eagle that flies above and watches all this. And when you do that, and you see this person who is now punching you in the nose or stealing from you or 
trying to ruin your reputation or whatever it is they're doing, robbing you, lying to you, you look from this high position at, aha, this is quite an interesting challenge. This person came here to encounter me, and they're doing something that really feels horrible to me. Why on earth would this be happening? Now, I want to address something here that's very important. There is a New Age idea that says everything that happens to you is your responsibility because you created it. Well, that is the wrong perspective. That's the third dimensional definition of what we mean by responsibility. Yes, you did create the things in your life, but you also agreed to things before you came here. And just because somebody is punching you in the nose doesn't mean that you agreed to come here to be beaten up. There's a much bigger picture here. And that means that you came here to understand something. And you also came here to allow others to understand. When you encounter someone who is aggressive or difficult, your handling of the situation is very important for your own growth, but it is also important for the other person. The highest level, the highest level of dealing with those is not simply as they described it in the Bible, to turn the other cheek. That is not enough. The highest level is to see it from this God's view where you see that every single being is precious, has a soul. All the ones that... um, had had no souls are are being cleared away. So each one is precious. Each one comes to this position, this point in their lives for a reason. If they are approaching you with abusive behavior, you can be very certain that this is exactly what happened to them. So when you take this higher level, you can look at the situation and say, yes, this person is attacking me because this is what was done to them. This is what they understand as the way to deal with this this particular situation. I want to raise my vibration. I want to understand this. I want to be able to rise above it. And that doesn't mean having an ego. It simply means you see it more clearly. You see it the way your higher self sees it, the way your ascended masters see it. This is a challenge. Granted. Now, what does one do with a challenge? You have the expression rising above it. That's exactly what we mean. 
So when you forgive, it's not that you accept what the person has done to you. Not at all. It's not that you agree with it. Not at all. What you accept is, I see that this person has suffered. I see that this person came to this place angry, resentful, upset, aggressive, because of what happened to them, because of the path that they have trod. It is not my job to change the path that they took or the path that they take in the future. That's up to them. Now that this situation has occurred, it's my job to protect myself. That's my first job. And then to work to see this as clearly as possible. To find the place in my heart where I can, uh, can continue to love. That's the crucial part. We must not allow any difficulties, any pain, any problems you encounter to prevent you from having access to your heart. When you do that, then the dark ones have triumphed. If you give up your connection to your heart, if you allow yourself to be caught up in anger or resentment or condemnation of this person who has hurt you, you are in it with them. You have jumped into the dark pool that they are drinking from. Step back. Look at the larger situation. And the question is, how can I hang on to my heart? How can I continue to be loving? And really, that's what forgiveness means. It doesn't mean you tell this person you love them or that you embrace them. Not at all. You protect yourself. And then you back away and reach this higher position where you acknowledge this person is doing something destructive. That's true. This person is attacking. That's true. They have a reason. That's true. The reason may not even have anything to do with me. It may have to do with now they are clearing away the things that happened to them. And have you ever noticed, dear ones, your learning process, the times in your life when you saw yourself behaving badly? Those are the most profound learning experiences. When you can say to yourself afterwards, oh, I really don't like how I responded there. I really want to learn to do it differently. Those are the most meaningful and profound learning experiences. And those are the ones that give you 
the next step up towards your ascension. Being able to understand when you've allowed yourself to be unloving and to see why without condemning yourself, without condemning the other. We see it for what it is. This is why God does not punish. This is why we live in love in the higher dimensions. There is no punishment. There is no condemnation because that's not how we learn. The ones who learn the fastest are the ones who can say, ah, something happened here that I want to learn from. Something happened here that I want to rise above. And so everyone has experienced these things in their lifetimes. A betrayal. Someone who cheated you. Someone who stole something from you. Everyone has experienced those things. Someone who criticized you unfairly or harshly. Someone who beat you up. Although that is becoming less frequent, fortunately, in families, it's not. It's no longer socially acceptable to beat up the younger and more vulnerable ones. You're rising, all of you, and this is how it's done. Look. Look at the situations that have disturbed you. Look at the situations where you are asked to make a choice. Always there is the element in that. Do I choose light or dark? Do I choose kindness, forgiveness, joy? Or do I choose suspicion and paranoia and fear? Now, this is my introduction to our retreat at the, well, I think there is no other word that describes it better than glorious, maybe gorgeous, (laughs) retreat of Archangel Michael above Lake Louise. What a place it is. The lake itself, as our dear Meg has said, is the most photographed place in the world and no wonder. It is magnificent. And the energy there is one of healing and power. That is the combination we're looking for, isn't it? Healing and power together. You know, I am on a campaign myself to prove that Jesus was not a weak, namby-pamby kind of milk-toast person who just went about saying nice things to everyone. Not at all. Well, 
at the risk of sounding a little mm, <laughs> cliché. What we're looking for here is to become a kick-ass person. Now, that doesn't mean physical violence. It means the colloquial way you use that expression, power, take no nonsense, no lies, no subterfuge is going to take you away from what you know to be truth. No tricks, no deceit, no subterfuge. No delusions of grandeur will distract you from your true path, which is the path of love. Now, love is not uh, simply a sensation. It is not simply a warm fuzzy feeling. No, that is not love. That is dreams. That is uh, fantasy. That is not love. Love is a feeling of power, energy, commitment, drive, the drive to connect, to be at one with another or with all others. You sometimes confuse, dear ones, the, the uh, need and dependency and warm, fuzzy feelings that you might feel toward someone of the opposite sex you confuse that with love. It is not. It's in that direction, perhaps. If you raise your vibration, it can become love. But love is far more powerful, far more decisive, far more directed than that. Love is a choice. It is a commitment. It is a sense of resolve and joy. I choose to be here in joy with this person or with these people or with this human life. It is my will to be the best lover that I can be. And that means I accept, I enjoy, I celebrate the life of every being I encounter. Every single being, whether it is a cockroach, an ant, a deer that eats your vegetables, or a partner your twin flame, your soulmate, or your child. It does not matter. Love 
is the connection and the commitment of one heart to another. That is the power that is love. It is not just about rainbows and pink clouds. It is about the strength of your ability to connect, to hold fast, to know that you are capable of great things. You are capable of soaring creativity. And you are capable of forgiveness. And it is the forgiveness that comes out of joy. That comes out of a positive sense. I will grow beyond this. No matter what it is, I will grow beyond it. I will use this experience, whatever it is, to raise my vibration to take one more step higher. It is the destiny of all souls to take one step higher. And that one step higher leads you into the light. Always into the light. Now come with me, beloved ones. Picture as we approach the beautiful temple that is the etheric retreat of Archangel Michael. It is a wonder to behold. Glistening gold and white Spires and an enormous dome. The four doors of the four entrances to the temple are at the four directions north, south, east, and west, each one with a beautiful staircase leading to the enormous golden doors. Forty nine steps. Let us float gently up the stairs to the great south entrance. The doors swing open. And there, in all his wonderful splendor, is our Archangel Michael. The one who stands for protection truth, expansiveness, healing, and love. Now, you may choose to see our glorious Michael with wings, if you wish, but, of course, he doesn't present himself to us, generally, with wings. He It is a bit of a joke amongst us, you know. We can all present wings if we wish to. But we joke how it would really get in the way if you're on a ship or if you're 
if you're having a gathering with thousands of beings, you probably would be jostling one another with your wings. So we won't bother to <laughs> to show Michael with wings. Instead, he is surrounded by light. He emanates light. And a wonderful feeling of friendship, kindness, and power. We are brothers. We have worked together for eons of time. We are of one heart. And in the higher dimensions, you could call it being of one mind. We understand each other. We are committed to the ascension and healing of all humanity. We have many projects, many ways to help with that. Michael has, throughout his development, been attracted and committed to being the one who helps all the angels to learn, to evolve, to grow, to be a part of this project. Of course, it is not all they do, but a part of their being is committed to their connection to humankind, to the protection and the healing of all of you. You each have your own group of masters and angels who look over you, who watch out for you, and who know what your contract is. And if you should come into danger that is not part of your life path, your angels are there to protect you. Yes, you may get a scrape or a bump, but they're there to make sure that you come through it. And here, here we are at Michael's great temple. All of you with me, those who have asked for the special healings today, come forward and allow yourselves to be healed and to be to be the representatives of those who are open to healing, who are learning the great gift and talent of healing yourself. And when you learn to heal yourself, you will discover great healing powers with which to help others. Now, Michael, let us go into your beautiful temple. I will describe what I see so that others can join me in the wonder of of looking at these beautiful sights. Come through the doors into the great hall. Here, All the angels come. 
for their meetings, for their plans, for their fun, for their singing. You can feel the energy of the etheric walls. They are substance and they are energy. They resonate with the sound of the angel chorus that has been here for eons. The walls are gold and light. Light streams through all the windows that are look as if they're jewels of every kind. The ceiling is made of diamonds, sparkling, reflecting facets of light everywhere. And in the center of this great hall, this great dome, is the blue flame that represents the ray which Michael oversees the ray of protection and healing, the ray of God's will for us to ascend, to grow, to evolve, to become what we're capable of becoming. Come into the hall. Find a place on the rows that rise up, nearly endless rows, places to gather, places to sit. Find yourself a place around this beautiful circle. And Archangel Michael will come with us now to talk with you, to greet you, to bring you his love and his wisdom. I now ask that my beloved brother, Archangel Michael, speak with you. Come, Michael. Tell us. Tell this eager group what you believe can help them. You've been listening. You know our challenges. You know what people are now facing. Give us your words of wisdom to help. I now turn over the talking stick, as we call it, to our beloved Michael. Greetings, dear ones. What a glorious pleasure it is to see you here, ah, around me, circling around me, filling the seats of the great temple. It is a beautiful day. The sun streams through the windows. We create light and love here 
we also receive the light and love from below, from humankind who send their wishes and their their prayers to us. Yes, we are in charge of many of the healing prayers, many of the the wishes and the the pleadings that we hear from humankind. Please help me to restore my eyesight. Please help me to be clear. Help me to be strong. Help me to be in love. It is our purpose, our will to be of service to you to bring our love, our wisdom, but most of all, our light, to help you see your way along your path. You have worked hard, all of you. Many, we see, are tired. Many have come to a point in your lives where you feel exhausted as though you barely have the energy to go on. You have been ill. You have been sad. You have been confused. We understand. It is a part of that project of coming to earth to be one who struggles with these feelings, these conflicts, these challenges. We are here, beloved ones, to help you. We cannot fix it for you. We can minister to your needs, yes. We are happy to do that. But when you open your hearts, when you open your minds and allow yourselves to receive our healing energy. That creates a very different connection between us. Look around you, see. See the glistening light. See the reflection of the diamonds, the gold. We have these beautiful, precious things around us because it helps us to heal. It helps to bring the higher powers of the higher power of the energy of these crystalline objects. The diamonds are alive. The gold itself pulses with life and healing power. Our energy resonates, creates a tremendous vortex here that will lift you up. And as you allow yourself to be lifted up, you will feel all disease, all illness drop away. It cannot survive in this high 
dimensional energy. You have been given a tremendous amount of healing energy from the central sun, from source. You have been given waves and waves of uplifting energy, which is changing your DNA, which is raising your hearts and lifting your bodies into a new configuration, which is the crystalline body. It is your destiny. It will happen more quickly if you open yourselves to accept it. Do not fight against these energies that may make you feel dizzy or might make you feel queasy in your stomach. It might make you feel out of sorts at times. Don't worry. Breathe it. Accept it. Embrace it. As you now embrace the love that we send to you, the love that we give to you here in this great temple. Breathe it in. It is purified by the great blue flame of God here in the temple. There can be no darkness here. So allow yourselves to be washed over by the great blue flame and by the energy of love that we give to you. The angel chorus has filed in to the upper levels of the temple. There are thousands of them. They join together in joy to create harmonies that are so beautiful that they lift your heart. Open your ears, beloved ones. You must raise yourself to a higher dimension to hear them. And as you do that, you will heal yourself. Feel the energy in your ears. In your human body, you have the, the picture, the image of your etheric body and the crystalline body that you are developing now all those will be a part of your consciousness. There is no separation between who you are now and who you will become. Join with your higher self. Feel that intense, powerful energy that connects you to the soul that you are your greater soul, your wisdom, your destiny, your knowledge. You're all that is. 
in that place, you are one with all of us. There is no distance between us. There is no separation. You from me, Sananda from you, we are all a part of this glorious life force that is one to be celebrated, to be glorified, to be sung. Let your hearts resonate. Let your ears be filled with the sound of the great angel chorus. They lift their voices With such joy, there is no sound in the universe like that. There is no sound that can be more healing, more uplifting than the sound of the great angel chorus. These beings whom I love so dearly these beloved ones who look after you, who celebrate you, who protect you out of their love for you. And I, if there is a way of saying I when we are in this energy of one in my consciousness I glory in the privilege to be Michael the one who brings healing and protection to you I am here at your service I invite you to join with us. Join in this glorious, uplifting energy to which there is no limit. There is no highest that you can reach. Go as far as you want. Raise yourselves. Do not fear it will feel very different from what you're used to. You may at first feel as though your feet are not even on the ground. That's all right. Let yourself float. Let yourself float to that place that Sananda described where you have the eagle's view as we do, where you look down upon your body, your life, your path, and see yourself from your childhood, your birth, to the present. Look with love 
What a dear person. What a beloved being. How hard you've tried. How hard you've worked. How far you've come. And see stretching beyond, far out, to the earlier lives. Many, many lifetimes. To the place where you began as a soul, from the place where there is no beginning, where there is no time where you began as a spark, the spark of God, and that you remain to this day, the great spark of God, who is learning, evolving, growing, Here you are in the light of this great temple. Look down upon yourself with love, kindness, and acceptance. You, the one who are here in this eagle perspective, are your higher self. You look down upon the body, the facet of your soul who is there living out this human life. Do not lose track. Do not allow the one in the body there to close the connection, the channel that is so precious, the channel to the higher self who is God. Forge that connection, beloved ones. Forge it strong and permanently. Do not allow it to be broken ever. And now feel the power. Feel the power of being an archangel. Yes, why not? You are all angels. You have all taken the form of angels. You have chosen what kind of job you will have, what kind of responsibilities you will take in your higher dimensions. Yes, we are always evolving, always working together. And you, as your higher self, have sent this human, this facet of yourself, to live out this life, to bring the experience, the knowledge, the wisdom that comes from living this life. You bring it with you. Every effort, every change, every bit of effort you've put forward to raise yourself, to evolve, 
to grow. All of it you take with you when you merge with your higher self. You are now learning to do that day by day. To merge with your higher self. This is the experience you are used to having after a death. Now, death is not necessary. The veil is lifting. You can see the light in the temple. You can see the rows and rows that go up to the highest level of the temple where the angels sing. You can hear the reverberation. You can feel the music in your bones. You can feel the light in your heart. Let it pour through you, beloved ones. Let it spark the greatness that is within you. Let it initiate the destiny that is yours to be one with God, to be one with me, to be one with our beloved Sananda. Do not let go of this connection we have. Hold on as you go through every moment of your day. Hold on. Picture my hand reaching out to you. Take it and never let go. And we have many hands to offer you. I am not the only one. Sananda too offers his hand. Take mine with your left. Take Sananda's hand with your right. Each and every one of you are a facet of the one. We are not disconnected. We can all hold our hands together. Feel the love. Feel the power. This is our destiny. This feeling of joy this uplifting of love. This is what we are made for. This is what it means to be one of God's children. Together, all of us, every being, every consciousness, every breath, every planet, every star, every universe, Together, we are God. Never let go.
We hold to you always. We offer our hand to you always. Do not let go. Do not forget, even for a moment, no matter how difficult your lives become, do not forget for a moment this, this connection of love and devotion that we feel. We are one. I am in your service. Namaste, beloved ones. I am your Archangel Michael. Namaste. And now I invite you to gently, quietly walk with me back down the beautiful golden stairs your place where you began today listening back to your room but you're not really leaving you're simply descending down the channel of light which is your connection to your higher self you're not leaving You're just changing your point of focus from being in your higher self. You go down the channel of light, the pillar of light. It is your protection and nourishment. Down the pillar of light and re-inhabit the body that is yours that is your precious vessel to continue this life. But do not let go. Hold fast. Feel that pillar of light right through the crown. Feel it. Right down the center of your being through all your chakras that beautiful line that is your being all the way down into our beloved Mother Earth. That, dear ones, is who you are. All of it. All of what you experienced today. All of what you felt. All of what you saw. All of that is who you are. Nothing less. Nothing less. And there is more. There is more for you to experience. More for you to learn. Keep that. Hold my hand and never let go. Feel Sananda's presence with you always. Never let it go. And you will live in the deepest part of your heart, which is love. And there is nothing 
that life can bring you that could possibly defeat you, that could possibly turn you away because you, beloved ones, live in the light. It is your destiny. It is your path as it is mine. I love you with all my heart. I am your Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, Catherine. Hi. Mm. Wow. That must have been some trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The tears are just streaming down my face. Oh, I'm never my. sure. I think it's it's how they you know, it's how they feel about us. They're so they're moved to tears at feeling the connection with us, at feeling us receiving them. As much as it is um, reassuring and wonderful for us, they feel the same way. They're tears of joy. Mm. It's what they want, too. They want for us to rise up and ascend and be part of what they are. Oh, what a glorious place. It was, oh, I hope everyone saw it. There is, isn't, there are no words to describe the, the reflections of light that merge and it feels like swirling but it's gentle it's light and energy and feeling and warmth and love all at once like you're breathing love hmm It's hard to even begin to describe the the power that's there. It's not just pleasant. It's not just joyful. It is blast off. <laughs> <laughs> Like being a Fourth of July explosion. <laughs> mm. If anyone saw fireworks last night, <laughs> that's what it feels like to be in that temple. It's like being the fireworks. Wow. Mm. I love how he said. Well, you felt his immense love. 
mm-hmm. just immense. And it is so different. You know, I hear you talking about how they all feel a little bit different. Yeah. Um, it is a little bit different, equally powerful with Sananda, but just mm-hmm. a little different. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, and how how wonderful that is to be able to start picking up on the nuances of a little bit different and and how he was almost willing willing you talk about the divine will mm-hmm. willing you to reach that it's like a life buoy out in the ocean and he's tossing it out and it's love and it's light and it's reunion remembering who you are and he's with your higher self throwing <laughs> the buoy uh-huh don't let go it's not you versus and him it's your higher self with him saying remember don't let go it was just a beautiful mm. a beautiful image and and i enjoyed him saying you're not leaving you're changing your focus that was really powerful to hear for me it's like you're looking at something that's light like the sun and then you just change your focus to a star it's still light it's still truth it's still there it's still a reflection of god but it's just a little bit different and and how there's it was a was no separation between your higher self and you, just a different focus. Mm-hmm. Here you're focused as your higher self. Here you're focused in this, you know, small incarnation, powerful incarnation, but less than your whole soul. Mm-hmm. And that was that was interesting, um, an interesting I perspective. Yeah, I felt him. It was like he was guiding me right down from this higher self perspective where I looked down upon my life and all the people and the events, and I was there with him looking down at this life and other lifetimes, and then I, I, it was like I was lowering, being lowered right down through my pillar of light, back down, and then I felt, oh, I'm back here in this body. Mm. It was mm-hmm. tangible. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, arms and legs. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that can be so helpful when I think if we ever get, if we ever start feeling overwhelmed or going under or anything that starts to sweep us away from our heart and from our connection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to to practice that. I know I will. To practice going up in the pillar, and maybe we can put ourselves in any retreat. Mm-hmm. We've seen mm-hmm. so many now. Mm-hmm. And be able to say, okay, from this higher perspective of love and connection to all that is, let's just take another perspective on this and see, mm-hmm. like Sananda said, to get above it, to take a different perspective, to see if we can't shift that, those feelings of separation and fear by just looking at it from a different point of view. And then when we feel our heart settle and our mind settle, to then mm-hmm. come back in. That's a that's a lovely technique to do. And I've known 
um, in Sananda's Course in Miracles teachings, he says to do that several times in the day. Right. Several times. Go back, go in, and remember the truth, and then come back with that perspective so you're not swallowed up by the illusion. So mm-hmm. that was just Michael's way of talking about that. Very mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. It was so vivid. The mm-hmm. image was so vivid. So that that is the meditation that is has the healing power, that has the the power to help you clear and connect and wash away, cleanse away the darkness. Any dark thoughts, any dark energy that's around you or has latched on to your thinking will not continue when you're in that higher perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get into that higher perspective, it, it isn't even there because what's there is God and light. So I think that should be the meditation um, that is a preparation for ascension. It has to contain that Mm-hmm. That feeling of being in your higher self, connected with God, and then following the the channel of your pillar of light downward to where your body is and seeing it there on the surface, living out this life. And I felt the the great affection when we were doing that and he said to look down with love and I felt this, just this outpouring of love that was so powerful I just felt like this whoosh that went right down to that self that me Catherine on the surface and it was just a like pouring love down the channel Mm. (laughs) and she was just being just filled with love and joy Mm. (laughs) and that's how I feel now (laughs) (laughs) and you know you can tell if we connect by the shift there's no Mm -hmm. we don't have to overthink it we can feel it we can really feel did I sometimes I think our little ego wants to say, did you connect? Did you feel it? Were you there? You know, but if oh. we feel different, if we feel lighter, we know we connected with that energy. Right. And, it's, and it's nice until, we get, until I get the idea of no time and space. It is nice to have an image of an etheric retreat. It is nice mm-hmm. to have that, that dimensional feel of something more solid than less solid than here but more solid than the ethers Mm -hmm. to sit and to look Mm -hmm. around and to feel and Mm -hmm. like you said you went to the 10th dimension to connect and I think this is a nice way for us to be able to go up whatever dimension that is and sit and connect and look around we have images now of what that looks like Mm -hmm. and and to be there and to commune and just know that we're there and 
come and br- bring our healing and our thoughts and our own illnesses and call for assistance and and to be able to do that slide with that pillar of light into the etheric retreats and be able to know it's seamless. It's seamless and mm-hmm. and that's lovely. So that's what's so powerful about these trips is it gives us a tangible thing to work with as we open ourselves to the higher dimensions of light. Yes. Mm-hmm. And each one is so beautiful. Oh, my. This was just such a treat. Mm-hmm. Ah, so, um, what do you think? We're, we're approaching... Um, we're about at time. four. Is it, mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. And there is one. Oh, and another hand raised. Um, How I do don't you want, feel about that? I don't want to break the continuity of this wonderful feeling. But I, I don't know, but today I'm feeling like we got such a powerful connection and it felt so permanent to me that it feels like it's not so fragile anymore, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can go about living our lives and we're not going to lose it. We don't have to concentrate on it and try to keep it. It's there. Mm-hmm. So let's see if someone has a question or a testimonial. Um, so where did... did uh, um, did Eve press one on her phone? I don't see her name here I'm anymore. Mark? Maybe she did. I have her. Um... You do oh, have her mark. She just hit okay. one. She was listening. Okay. Hi, Eve. Thank you. Would you like to right. open up her microphone? Oh, hi, hi, Eve. Hi. That was so magnificent. I'm in tears still. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm well, just filled with that wonderful, indescribable light and love and Mm -hmm. joy. All I can do is say thank you and cry. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I think the tears will help your eyes, too. (laughs) I think so, too. In fact, I have them open, and I'm not seeing double anywhere right this moment. (gasps) Oh, Oh my gosh, for the first time since... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Eve. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, we celebrate with you. Thank you oh, so that's much. So wonderful. Well, I can't wait. So much thanks and praise and feelings of joy to all the masters and teachers and angels, archangels. Archangel Michael has always been a favorite of mine, and I oh, felt well. especially. Uh, the energies from him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thank that's you so wonderful. Much, oh, you're possible. so welcome, Eve. We can't wait to hear from you on Wednesday, and happy healing. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. We'll close your line now, and you can just continue to cry, Joy. Tears oh, of Joy. Oh, my goodness. That's just <laughs> The wonderful. first time she has had normal vision since since the stroke. Oh, that is such a wonderful thing. Mm. All right, we have okay. two people here with hands up. Yes. We're going to take these two. 
Okay, I'm going to open up area code 303, ending in Mm -hmm. 1562. Just let us know your name and where you're from. Hi, it's Mary Ann from Denver. Hi, Mary Ann. Hi, dear. Uh, I just have a question. Uh, The phone replay number is what? Oh, hmm. There isn't a phone replay number. Oh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> on Blog Talk, it's um, it's recorded mm-hmm. on the channel, channel okay. panel. So you just go on the Internet. Well, that's, that's it, okay, but for the yeah. people that are calling by phone, you know, it's kind of difficult without a replay number. Yeah. Um, we assume that it's, cheaper and easier for most people to do it through the internet. Yeah, so but if you don't have a computer. It's it's most difficult. Right. You know, we do have um I do have a conference calling account. So let's I'm gonna work on that. We'll get a techie person um and we'll find a way to link in on the conference call and record it that way. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll work on that. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, God bless everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, thanks. Bye-bye. That's All a right, very good a... suggestion. Yes, absolutely. All right, would you like to take this last one, Catherine? Sure. All right, so we're going to open up area code 613, ending in 1835. Just let us know your name and where you're calling from. Uh, hi, Catherine. Hi, Meg. Uh I'm calling from Ottawa in in Canada, and my name is mm-hmm. Diane. Hi, Diane. And uh, hi, how are you? Great, uh, good. Thank you. Know. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the reason why I'm calling is um, uh, I'm told it's time for me to uh, let people know my true identity and to call your show. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, my uh, my true identity is Magdalene, Mary Magdalene. So, anyways, uh, this is mainly the reason why I'm calling to uh, let everybody know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, um, we will close your line at this moment and celebrate those who are Um, discovering their connections to their higher selves and to the essence of what your higher self embodies. Um, We may discover that we are connecting to the energy that represents someone like Mary Magdalene. Now, of course, Mary Magdalene was an incarnation of her higher self. So you're halfway there, Diane. (laughs) Keep going. Because there are soul essences who took part in the project that was um, the project of being Mary Magdalene. So you have more to discover yet. And that will be part of an exciting um, expansion in your development. So... Congratulations. She's starting to open channels and hear and feel past lives. So 
That's part of the fun in this process of expansion. All right. What a fabulous, fun call. I hope Wonderful call. I hope everyone experienced a deep and profound healing as well as raising their vibrations. This is such a pleasure to do these calls. I, every time I think we've just reached a, the high point, there's another one that's even higher. And I think that's that's what we're in for these days. It's The energies are rising. Their help is getting more and more specific and more... More challenging, but also more helpful. Mm-hmm. So here we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Meg. I really loved your description of what you experienced. Mm-hmm. I just so appreciate the way you um, bring such vivid images and and expand on what we're all feeling. It it really is very helpful. Yeah, you're welcome. So, um, I encourage everyone to check in on the Facebook page, Healing for Ascension Tour, to uh, connect with us and Healing for Ascension Tour group while we're working on the website to update and expand it. It's going to be a process. Um, and I want to remind people, um, those of those who are looking for another tool for helping to learn this expansion and balance, you can go to YouTube where I've posted the videos of visual centering. And that's really um, the way that I learned to channel was by learning to do the visual centering and to get to the place in the center of my brain which is the light channel. So when you practice the visual centering, you put yourself in that center place in your light channel where you can feel that connection, that holding Michael's hand, holding Sananda's hand in a permanent way So there's another tool for people to use. Um, It's what I teach in the workshops, and it's what has been helping people to raise their vibration. So I recommend you use all the tools that are available there. And it's all for free, and you just have to take advantage of it. And also all the messages from Father God and all the Masters are there on the website, we called it When God Pinched My Toe <laughs> because that's how it all began. So I think it's time for us to close, Meg. Very good. Do you, um, do you have anything you want uh, to add? I've um, The only thing I wanted to also recommend as a tool is your book, which was very helpful to me, yeah. called Who Needs Light?, 
And um, I think you are well in stock of books. And the best way, can you refresh my memory on the easiest way for people to be able to let you know they would like to order a book? They just go to the website, uh, and on the, the left side is the listing, and it's under book and author. You just click on that, and you can go right to the order uh, to order a book. Right. We have various prices. Um, Father God asked me to give books away for free for people who cannot afford it. Now, we ask that those books be saved really for the people who can't afford it. Um, Because if the price, the $8 price, pays only for the postage and handling for the book. So um, if people order it at the $8 price, it depletes our stores and we can't replenish it. If we have others who pay for the book, then it allows me to order more books. And we can keep the supply going. So we ask that if you can't afford the book, please pay for it, and that gives us the opportunity to replenish the supply of books so that we can continue this process of sharing and making it available. So it it tells people there, there are drop-down menus that tell you the postage um, to send it to Europe. It's like $24 or so, it's a little more to Asia just for the postage. So when you're paying that $24, you're paying just for the postage, not for the book. But we think it's important for people to have the book in their hands. It's a different experience. You can write in it. You can turn down the pages. You can put your bookmark in it. You can keep it by your bed. It's not a read. It's an experience, as I've been told. Yeah. So it's it's like the encyclopedia for preparing for ascension and I had a lot of good help writing this book so Father God Saint Germain, Mother God um, many others had their fingers (laughs) at least they used my fingers to help (laughs) to help edit and shape this book to make it what Mother God has called a manual for ascension. So it's right there on the website. Anyone who wants it can get it that way. And if you, um, there, it's a, it was a little hard creating the, you know, all the drop-down menus that would cover all the options. But if you want to order the book, um, and and also make a little deno- donation, that's a separate. You can make a little donation to help cover the costs, and we really appreciate that. So the book ordering is there. The donation button is is also on the website if people want to help with this project of getting out more books to people. So thank you, everybody, and thanks for for mentioning that, Meg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we get to get together again on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock for our Dr. May guiding guests will have some visitors, I'm sure. So Sananda usually always says hello, but usually there are some visitors. So we'll see you again, Catherine, and enjoy working on our meditations with Archangel Michael in his retreat until then, and we'll be in a higher place to hear some new messages.
That's great. Thank you, Meg. (laughs) So long, everybody. Okay, bye-bye. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Great big family